Welcome to Farm Focus, a podcast by the Pennsylvania Farm Bureau. I'm William Whistler. This week on the podcast, we talk to Devin Furman, the Chief Agriculture and Sponsor Relations Officer at Nationwide, and Michael Clark, the 2023 recipient of the Golden Owl Award from Greenwood School District. Joined this week on the Farm Focus podcast by Devin Furman, the Chief Agriculture and Sponsor Relations Officer at Nationwide. Devin, we have you on this week to talk a little bit about the Golden Owl Award and the awesome stuff that Nationwide is doing with FFA through this award and this initiative. Uh, If you would like to just kind of start out, introduce yourself and what you do with the Golden Owl, and then maybe tell our listeners that maybe don't know what uh, what this award is. Well, thank you, first of all, for having me, and uh, this is a always a unique pleasure for me to get to talk about the Golden Owl Award and the work that Nationwide does within the um, within FFA and really across a number of states, but specifically around what we're trying to do here, you know, to support agriculture. A lot of people don't know, you know, as Nationwide was founded by farmers in 1926 to solve problems for farmers' automobiles, we, we've stuck to those roots and really been continuing to support agriculture in a number of different ways. And my job primarily is to kind of help, you know, build that platform, that opportunity for Nationwide to continue to honor our roots and our history and our heritage um, by supporting different aspects of agriculture. And now it's specifically working with the youth and creating those pathways for, for those that want to be in agriculture and need the support as they move along. The Golden Owl Award specifically was an idea. It was an idea kind of forged a number of years ago by our the president of Nationwide Agribusiness, Brad Liggett, and myself, talking about how do we how do we support the young people in agriculture, and specifically around these organizations that do a tremendous amount of investment and in programming for for the youth, and recognize those that have done more for these students than they get in return sometimes and. We immediately went to educators and so you know the go now award is a program nationwide really partnered with organizations like the pennsylvania farm bureau and pennsylvania ffa to to try to create more awareness for agricultural education and and honor and support the teachers who do a number of different things within their job but outside of work and and providing their own funds to support these kids and so we thought, let's let's do this. It's kind of like uh, in other areas of education, people have done things like the Golden Apple Award to honor teachers who have done a great job in their community. And we thought, you know, th- this is something that needs to be done in, in agriculture too because we know how hard these teachers work and really the selflessness that they display in serving um, these kids as they're, as they're making their way through their, their education and thinking about that future opportunity in agriculture where they can find a career that's very rewarding and that supports our industry. Um, yeah. It's kind of special. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say from that standpoint too of just the idea of how important that future of agriculture is. I mean, there's enough hurdles as is getting into agriculture, especially for first generation farmers. So to have that opportunity to kind of have a program that you guys are using to not only promote that, but to really allow people at that age to excel is really something that's important and it's powerful. And the other thing that comes to mind that I think is important here is the community engagement around this. So as everybody knows, education, you know, they say it takes a village. Um, and a lot of times it has to do with 
you know, the people who support agriculture have a have a say in honoring these educators of the year. And so we actually go to the public to nominate these teachers, these educators, these advisors, and they can actually nominate those that have gone above and beyond to do what we're talking about here, set those pathways ahead of these students so that they can find that opportunity in agriculture if they want it. They also recognize that I think when you take it out of the community, this is a way for them to help provide some funding for the school. Funds are tight and it's and it's hard for schools to spread you know, their budgets across a number of different programs are all valuable within within the educational system, but how can we support a little bit outside of that? And this does provide some funding. And the community comes together and, and nominates their, their teachers and their advisors because they feel like, you know what, they deserve it. Uh, they probably spent a lot of their own money to make some of this stuff happen, and the Golden Owl Award does provide a little bit of funding at the end when the nominations and the award uh, is presented. Can you talk about what goes into those nomination, uh, like the nomination process and how people can get involved with this and, you know, maybe uh, recognize someone that they believe has really gone above and beyond for uh, FFA? Yeah, I mean, the um, nomination period is basically September through December, uh, September 1st through December 31st, where uh, they can go out to either goldenowlaward.com or they can go to their local states like FFA websites, Pennsylvania FFA website to learn more about how to actually do it. There's a nomination process which just allows people to talk about the teacher or the advisor that they want to nominate, throw in a couple of things that they've done that they think are remarkable, and then that process that gets narrowed down at the state level within the state FFA, and those final 10 nominations um, are then awarded a $500 prize, and then the committee then chooses the Ag Educator of the Year, which is then awarded the Golden Owl Trophy and an additional $3,000 that goes directly to that teacher to support what they've been doing. But again, the best way for people to get started is to go out to goldenowlaward.com, which takes them out to a nationwide site, and then Pennsylvania's FFA website will also have the same information. And this is a place for students, parents, other teachers, community leaders to actually get engaged. They can all participate in that as, as they wish. And just keep in mind, it's a very popular program, so the more nominations they can get, the better. But last year, we had 900 nominations across the states that we currently have this uh, award program going on right now. And I think I've got a note here on just all the states that I kind of keep track of how many we actually do because it's starting to get quite a few. But we have, so it's, it goes across nine states today. And that's in California, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Nebraska, New York, Ohio, South Dakota, and of course, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania being one of the very first that partnered with Nationwide on this program. And, and it's really taken off. I'm happy to report we're also adding the state of Missouri uh, this year. So as word gets out about the great work that's going on in Pennsylvania FFA, the way the community is supporting its advisors and providing these nominations, other states are hearing about it and want to participate as well. Do you have any particular, I don't know, success stories that you've seen through this that uh, are notable that you've you've observed, you know, from a previous winner or any of the winners that you've met? Yeah. So. I'm happy to report also that the very first um, Golden Owl Award winner in the state of Iowa 
where I'm from, was my advisor. And he received this award just shortly before he, he retired, and we were able to award it. Um, it's kind of right there on the edge of COVID, so we awarded it in his classroom, the final award, and his son was in there. But he had this is after 38 years of, of actually being a, an FFA advisor and a teacher in my, in my hometown of Story City, Iowa. But, you know, I think it's worth talking about here. Let's celebrate the fact that Michael Clark was uh, presented the Pennsylvania's 22 and 23 Ag Educator of the Year, and he's at a Greenwood FFA there in Pennsylvania. I, I remember from, I, got, I get to see all the final nominations and, and get to see what, what are people saying about these folks, and it's pretty common that you hear things like they're inspirational, that they, they, they show selfless behavior when they're teaching and helping these kids progress in their education, and and the devotion that they give to their craft. It's amazing how many different things that a lot of these, these teachers have done. And I think Michael Clark is a great example uh, where he had 250 awards, degrees, and positions that all came from his mentorship and instruction. That's phenomenal. I don't know if I'd seen anything quite that high in, in the other nominations, but you know, we've, we've had a number of winners now going back to 2019-2020 uh, year when uh, Mark Anderson from Elizabethtown High School was, was the first there and a number of winners in Pennsylvania. And again, we're really thrilled the fact that Pennsylvania FFA and Pennsylvania Farm Bureau have really been at the front end of this and then continue to support it at the level that they have and, and the dedication that the community has to honoring these educators that are working so hard for agriculture. Where do you kind of see this going from here based on what you've already seen? Yeah, you know, it, it's one of those things where, um, I mean, we'd love to be able to do this in every state that has FFA and get every FFA involved. And, you know, we started, officially this started in 2018, and it quickly went to five states, I believe, um, right out of the chute including Pennsylvania in like 2019. Um, since then, you know, as we as we move forward, it, it just like it takes a village to educate our youth around agriculture, it takes a village to, to organize and promote this program. One of the things that I think is, is has an opportunity for is as we continue to build this out, um, adding states where we can. It does take work at the, you know, the, the state FFA organization does participate and actually do a lot of the work. So helping them with the right process and efficiencies around it is important, but getting them also really motivated and seeing how this, how, how, well, how the educators respond to this. It's a very emotional response um, to be recognized by your communities and by your peers and by your students for something like this. And, and once we, once we're able to illustrate that across more states, I think we'll continue to add two, maybe three states a year. And then once we get to a certain amount of scale, I think it can become a national award. We've been having conversations with the national FFA. Um, there, there will be some recognition for these winners at the next um, national FFA meeting that's coming up this fall. And we'll be, I will be there along with our president of uh, Nationwide Agribusiness, Brad Liggett, and a number from our team will be there to help celebrate these, these individuals who have won this award over the years. Um, so we're, we're bringing them all in for for an opportunity to celebrate with them and continue that recognition. But I do see it as something that could be a national award, something that could be in all states. 
Um, I think we have those opportunities, and you know, you, you can never do wrong by trying to recognize these ag educators. Um, for any of us that have spent time with them or been an FFA ourselves, I think it's really clear that they've had an impact on our lives, um, on our careers, and you know, I, I tell people this all the time when I'm out, and I've done a number of these kind of surprise visits where we announce to the nominee that they have been recognized. And I share this all the time, that there's so many things that I learned when I was in my own ag education classes and within FFA that I continue to use today at a Fortune 100 financial services insurance company. And so, you know, what they learn in this doesn't just translate to agriculture, it translates to leadership, community, teamwork, engagement, a number of things that come from their time that they spent with their ag educator and advisors. You know, a question that I often get, and you guys have probably thought this too, and you know, as I'm out there visiting with, not just within the ag industry, but um, other industries that Nationwide partners with, and we talk about our history and our heritage and how we were founded by the Ohio Farm Bureau in 1926. And I get the question, why, why is Nationwide so interested in recognizing ag educators, or why are we interested in agriculture? And it really does go back to that founding, um, you know, how we started. And, you know, we also look at the landscape of what's going on in, it, in, in agriculture and the importance of these ag educators. A, a kind of a, I'll call it a um, unattended consequence that's working out pretty well is it's creating recognition for these types of jobs. And when I say these types of jobs, I'm talking about the ag educator type of job. Uh, we, we did some research and, and Graham helped put this together around that from a nationwide, a countrywide, I'll say countrywide perspective, there's um, probably two to 400 agricultural educators that um, they, they don't, there's openings and opportunities for jobs like that. And then you start to look at how farming is consolidating and and we need to prepare the next generation or workforce for agriculture. And the average age of a farmer today is 57 or 58, depending on the data that you pull. And so there's a need for young people to be coming in. So two things there. We need to encourage more ag educators to come into the, the business of teaching and advising these young people so that we create a better pipeline, a diverse pipeline of talent for the next generation of agricultural worker or farmer or professional. And we think the goal now is one of those ways to get the message out that these jobs are important, that it's a component of our, of our American fabric being agriculture, and that there is you know, a level of security knowing that agriculture is sound in our country. If you look at what's happened in Ukraine over the last few years due to the war, uh, food and agriculture is important, and we need to have a really strong foundation, and that includes getting good ag educators into the classroom and helping these kids find their pipeline or their pathway into the pipeline of talent that we need for the future of agriculture. So, you know, as people ask the question, why is Nationwide so interested in this? Yes, our founding is a big component of that, but we also look at the greater good as it supports our country and the, kind of that fabric of who we are as, as a country. and agriculture is a big part of that. Are there any other programs that you guys have that you'd like to highlight as far as, you know, programs that work to educate through, whether that's FFA, any other type of partnerships that you guys do that are 
you know, directed towards that next generation? Absolutely. We, we do a number of things. I'll start with, you know, our, our relationship with the American Farm Bureau, as well as the Farm Bureau states like Pennsylvania that we partner with, with Farm Bureau and the, either they're called Young Ag Professionals or the YFNR, Young Farmers and Ranchers programs. We work very closely with them delivering different like educational seminars, um, coaching and mentoring. But we also work with some of the other organizations you may have heard of, like 4-H. We work both at the state level through the various uh, land-grant extension offices on 4-H and creating youth pathways. And um, one of the programs that we do here in Ohio, and that one we're working on, I think, right now in Pennsylvania, is um, called Explore Ag. So it's taking high school kids and actually putting them out there um, within the land-grant extension system help them understand their pathway and the way to engage even after they, they age out of 4-H. Maybe they are 4-Hers, maybe they're not, but 4-H is a big component of that programming education. And then recently Nationwide has formed a partnership with MANNERS, which is an acronym for Minorities in Agricultural Natural Resources, and we partner with them, and that's actually a collegiate program that allows us to create some awareness that Nationwide is a potential place for them to go to work but also creating those different pathways for them to either go back in and extend their education, find a job in the agricultural workforce, whether it's on a farm or in an agricultural related business, financial, banking, whatever it might be, uh, but creating those again pathways. And a lot of times what you'll find is uh, as we're working through these organizations, we're trying to draw people and individuals and young people, um, maybe from some of the metro areas that some of them don't even know where their food comes from. They don't know what really happens on a farm. And if we can create that right experience, they do care about their food and where the food comes from, but they don't really understand it, and they might want to be a part of it. There's a young man, I'll give you a quick story here, a young man, his first name is Jared, and he lives just on the north side of downtown Columbus here. And he decided one day he wanted to better understand where his food came from. So he started looking around, he found the Farm Bureau. And the Farm Bureau directed him to Explore Ag. He went to Explore Ag, and he took a, a, a course up at Worcester, which is one of uh, Ohio State's uh, remote campuses. Well, that was the first time he had been out of the city. And once he did that, he fell in love with food science. And now he is going to, going to be an incoming student at The Ohio State University in the College of Food, Agriculture, and Environmental Sciences as a food science major. And he's going to be, you know, one of the next great scientists that's going to help us build, you know, more nutritious food and availability of food, keeping food affordable. And um, that's just one small story. We've got a number of those across the country now, and including some of those that we've helped, you know, kids in, in metropolitan areas of Pennsylvania that are going to find their way to Penn State and find a, a career in agriculture. And that if we, if we can accomplish that, then we know that the really the foundation of what the Golden Owl Award is all about. Yes, celebrating those ag teachers that do a lot, those advisors, but what kind of pathways are giving for these young people who want to be in agriculture and setting them up for success in their future? We have, we have a tremendous amount of opportunity there. Really, a lot of what we do with other youth programs all started with how we feel about FFA and what the Golden Owl represents. Yeah, and you have these really awesome abilities, and that's a really cool story just to hear about the opportunities that are available and just the reason why that education is so important because you really have to lay that foundation for people 
not only to understand what's available in agriculture, but also to to be able to find it or to harness some of that uh, untapped potential they may have. It, we have so much opportunity um, to help kids understand that there are great careers in agriculture, and we need them to find those opportunities. And it all starts a lot of times with that education that they're getting at the high school level from an ag educator. And the more we can celebrate that, it just creates that awareness. It attracts people to it. They want to know more. And the community rallying around it. That helps kids understand that this is something that's important to my community. It's important to our, our country, important agriculture, food, and all the different components of agriculture that matter. So pretty cool stuff. Devin, is there anything you'd like to touch on that we didn't ask you about that you think is important just to to note for this? Uh, just to, to encourage people as we're getting into the time of nominations again, September 1st or December 31st, go out and nominate your ag educators. Um, you can either go to the goldenowlaward.com website or to the uh, Pennsylvania FFA's website, find out more about it, make your nominations. Um, we want to find out who's being supported by their community, who's doing a great job, and celebrate them the very best that we can. And um, again, this is these are dollars that these ag educators use with great amount of discretion, and they do it to um, with great efficiency to help these kids get the best out of their education. So, encourage everybody to get out there. Um, you know, like I said, we had 900 uh, nominations. We're expecting more. And we, we hope we, we see a lot more coming out of uh, Pennsylvania as well. Well, Devin, we appreciate your time and uh, your really awesome insight on this and the really cool things that Nationwide's doing, not only to uh, educate consumers, but also to empower that next generation. Well, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure and uh, hope you'll have me back again. Joined this week on the Farm Focus podcast by Michael Clark, this year's winner of the uh, 2023 Golden Owl Award. Uh, Michael, I know you're a uh, agriculture teacher at Greenwood High School. Uh, if you could uh, talk a little bit about your FFA program and the things that you're doing uh, with uh, your students at Greenwood. Yeah, sure. Uh, so um, it's just a, it's a pretty good program as far as uh, I'm concerned. And I might be just a little biased, but we um we have the opportunity to serve through three different ag teachers here so myself mrs uh krista pontius and mr nate moyer are the other two teachers as well so we get to to be a a three teacher program where we work together to meet the needs of our students um and it's really nice to be able to share a variety of perspectives because we each come from different backgrounds and perspectives invest um in our students in different ways and uh, we hold different passions too as we as we teach so we're kind of gifted in those different areas and regions as we share in our different program parts of the Greenwood Ag program and the FFA organization that we serve here so that's kind of um, kind of sets the tone for it a little bit but you had asked them somewhat of programs that we did um, so really what it comes down to is as an ag program it's like um you probably heard of the three circle model for ag education and and components that include classroom laboratory and um a pro a part that's called the sae or supervised agricultural experience that students are part of and then the leadership component which is ffa and so in those we serve in different capacities as teachers and so 
um, throughout the SAE programs, that's a, a, an experience that our students uh, are engaged in, whether it be through school projects or working uh, work projects, sole proprietor, placement, whether it be on a farm or raising livestock varies tremendously across the board of what those students do. And then they, they keep a record system um, through the program that uh, documents what they do, creating budgets, uh, doing the financials, the diary and labor. So there's a lot of, a lot of record keeping involved in their project itself, whatever that might look like to the students. So that's important to us as a program. We have a leadership perspective like FFA, and there we're involved in community service events that um, you know stretch from our main hunger event that we focus on as a chapter each year, and that event takes a, a, a threefold look each each year through three different years of to where we culminate to packing fifty thousand meals and raising fifteen thousand uh, dollars to do so, and the students. The students run that organization, the FFA component, um, which is really neat to see how they, they make that happen for the hunger event. Working with our, our local senior center, um, we partner with our local ranges as well, and the Perry County FFA alumni. So it's neat to see the different avenues that they work in in community service, lots of leadership development opportunities through conferences and conventions in FFA. And as a program, we're really excited to get our students involved in those as well, including like our state legislative leadership conference where they get to see firsthand how bills become laws, look at agricultural bills that are, are in the House or the Senate currently. Um, we have an, an ACES conference where agricultural cooperation establish, establishes success. And so they go and they learn and develop leadership skills there, grades 9 through 12, uh, for our school. And then we have a freshman leadership conference here in the fall that some will be participating in mostly as freshmen. Obviously, we, we participate in the National FFA Convention in Indianapolis, Indiana every year. We have uh, competitors or participants there in our state convention where awards are given. So um, not only those things, but then we have that awesome opportunity to talk about our, our classroom engagement as well. And that prepares students for um, some competitions, whether it be career development events or leadership development events in FFA. Uh, ranging from whatever career that might link to or connect to. Uh, so those are some of the things that we do here that we uh, think is valuable as a program and um, an FFA leadership organization uh, through the three teachers that are here in the school district. Yeah, it sounds like you have a lot of different opportunities for students to get involved and to uh, be a part of this organization. Uh, what's kind of your ag program like as far as uh, the types of things that you cover in the classroom? Okay, so uh, for me specifically, <clears throat> I, I have a whole array of subjects that I get excited to teach throughout the day. Um, it's, it's really diverse. So basically I start off the morning with a basic maintenance and repair class where, we, where we're doing mechanics, um, we're looking at small gasoline engines, we're looking at um, masonry, electricity, plumbing, those types of um, content areas. And then I go into an agri-science class, which is primarily ninth graders, maybe some 10th graders in there. First year FFA, kind of helping them understand um, the, the value of science and agriculture, not just science, but helping them connect that science to the production component of agriculture and seeing the whole aspect of where 
you know, we we feed the world and we provide um, many resources. And so they, they end up doing a really intensive research project through that that um, class, along with some uh, parliamentary procedure and some FFA leadership dappling there as, as new students. I go into my, uh, my next class is a fish and wildlife class where I get to spend lots of time um, looking and teaching and um, working with students from the perspective of and the environment and natural resources. Uh, so we study large game animals in Pennsylvania, small um, fisheries, fisheries. We have an aquaculture system in our greenhouse that we raise tilapia every year, and then we fillet and fry those at the end of the year. So they're, they're a component of that as well. We do a, um, a unit where students uh, learn about taxidermy and have an opportunity to experience that if they'd like to as well in that class. So we spend a lot of time studying uh, the wild animals and the environment that we're stewards of uh, from the forestry perspective as well. Then we go into an animal uh, bioscience class where I get to like teach them um, where their food comes from, we, we go from basically the farm to the table in that class for production agriculture and what that looks like, what are the sciences, what are the new um, new activities and uh, things that are happening as far as production agriculture as well. So then I shift gears and I get to see um, middle school students for environment and ecology where we're looking at wetlands and uh, water, uh, the hydrologic cycle, uh, the, the bay and the watersheds, and, and we talk about that there. Uh, eighth grade, I get to uh, just have an exploration of uh, agriculture. So basically, it's, uh, it's a free class to where they can share some of the interests they have, what they want to do, and what we can teach. Um, so, some, you know, one time a student asked, uh, could we, I never saw a sheep being sheared, so we sheared a sheep in the classroom. So we do a lot of those different things of just dappling in agriculture, kind of wetting their appetite for potential high school um, exploration as well. And then I also teach in uh, a veterinary science class where it's predominantly um, anatomy and physiology as well. So those are, those are some of the things that I get to experience uh, throughout the day with our students and with the, with, uh, with the students, yeah. Yeah, it's a really uh, wide variety of things that you guys offer, and it's really cool to see that, you know, students are getting that firsthand experience in the classroom and, you know, maybe thinking about a different type of career in agriculture that maybe they didn't think about or, you know, getting an opportunity just to be exposed to something new like that. Yes, absolutely. And you, and you see those light bulb moments where they're like, oh, I never even knew that existed. What is entomology? You know, what is... What, what, what are the, some of these things that I've never heard before? So, and then it, it offers opportunity for questions, yeah, and investigation of, you know, what really is out there. And then for you individually, obviously being recognized by Nationwide as the Gold Now Award winner for uh, this year, uh, what did that mean to you just to, you know, to receive that recognition and to uh, be able to uh, bolster your program with some funding here? Yeah, it's neat to see that Nationwide and the Farm Bureau and the FFA Association come together to uh, take time to recognize teachers um, for the work they do. And so that is, it's just a, a privilege to be a part of that, um, that I guess, uh, honor. Uh, I'm honored in that as an individual among so many deserving individuals, which is kind of the thing I look at it as not just me uh, getting an award, but this is what we do as agriculture educators. This is representing the, the whole here and so that's what's exciting for me with the owl award um i you know 
other teachers across the state and across the nation are, are in the trenches and, and doing, you know, doing what I do and doing it even better sometimes. But I was very fortunate and honored to be selected to uh, represent the Golden Owl Award this year. Um, so that it, it's a privilege and a blessing um, to serve the, the students, the school, the community with the passion for agriculture that I have. So, um, yeah, very blessed to do it and to fulfill the, um, what I think is my calling at this point, yeah. And as far as uh, as far as what you guys are planning to do with the the funding, do you have anything kind of decided at this point, or uh, just kind of continuing to use that to uh, you know bring unique opportunities to students? Yeah, we do. Um, uh, not directly, but indirectly, it'll be infused throughout different programs and different opportunities where we can enhance um, experience for students. I know we're looking forward to maybe investing in. Um, an SAE program or project for a student to help them with that as well. Um, maybe restoring a, a, a pro, uh, restoring a tractor or something like that. So yeah, um, hasn't necessarily be directly related right now, but uh, yeah, infusing that in different ways. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And is there anything that you know you think people should know about what your uh, students are doing at Greenwood or any plans for the future that you guys have through this ag uh, program as it continues to grow? Well, um, I guess to share on that, I'm, I'm just excited that students are uh, willing to experience something that may be new to them. I'm excited about the students that this is familiar. They've grown up, um, they've grown up on the farm, and so to combine those audiences here in a classroom to be able to share out. Um, I guess I'm just excited to continue to afford that opportunity, whether it's you know, through Mrs. Pontius's classes, um, predominantly upperclassmen and the plant sciences and environmental sciences to Mr. Moyer's uh, ag business classes and uh, industrial arts classes. I think it's, it's just a, a wholesome picture and I'm, um, I'm excited to see the support uh, that our community gives, that our, our school district and our fellow colleagues here as teachers, we all speak into each other's curricular areas and that's just that's a good thing to have and a good place to be and and Greenwood affords those opportunities so um, I'm just blessed to be a part of that and what it looks like here for us and thank you uh, Mike for taking the time to uh, join us this week on the Farm Focus podcast it's really good to hear from you and also good to hear from uh, Devin Furman with Nationwide as well yeah thanks so much well I appreciate you reaching out and, and providing the opportunity to share If you enjoyed this episode of Farm Focus, please subscribe. More episodes are on the way, and all of our past episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on Podbean at pfbcast.podbean.com. Thanks for listening.